Good morning, everyone. This is Reverend Dr. Paul Gibson with today's Healthy Marriage, Healthy Family podcast. My apologies. We had to take a few days off uh, for a few different reasons, but um, trying to get into more of a rhythm in regards to posting these podcasts. We're going to play with, instead of doing it uh, maybe once every day, uh, maybe posting one long podcast at the beginning of the week. Uh, That way you can still stop and start uh, throughout the week in case you can't listen to the entire podcast the whole time. So thank you for your patience. Uh, Glad to be back with you today. Uh, And if you go back and listen to the last podcast, actually the last couple of podcasts, we've been working through understanding attachment with the idea that based upon how we uh, attach In our marriages, sometimes we can care too much or not enough. In the last podcast, I left you with the question, what do we do when we experience attachment injuries? In other words, what do we do if we practice an anxious, ambivalent attachment style? What do we do if we practice an anxious, avoidant attachment style? Well, here's the first thing that I would ask. Are you able to express emotion within your marriage? Are you able to express emotion within your marriage? And here's what I mean. Let's say you and your spouse are talking about a difficult issue. Your spouse looks at you and says, Are you able to tell me how you feel about this issue? And your response to the spouse may not be how you feel. It may be what you're thinking. So, for instance, let's say that uh, I forgot to put the dishes away last night and my wife asked me uh, to put the dishes away. She walks in the next morning. She sees the fact that I didn't put the dishes away. I can tell that she's visibly upset. I say, I'm sorry, honey. I I let you down. Forgive me. Can you forgive me? And how do you feel? And and if she were to apply, if she were to reply to me and say, I really wish you to put the dishes away last night. That's not telling me how she feels. That's telling me what she thinks. The opposite of that would be, if I were to ask her, I'm sorry, honey, please tell me how you feel. If she were to say, I feel like um, you didn't hear me, I feel disappointed, I feel aggravated that you didn't put the dishes away last night. You see the difference? The first time she told me what she was thinking, I wish you would have put the dishes away last night, versus I feel disappointed that you didn't put the dishes away last night, or I feel frustrated that you didn't put the dishes away last night. So when it comes to expressing uh, your emotions, two simple words that you can start with with your spouse are I feel. I feel upset. I feel happy. I feel disappointed. I feel angry. I feel sad. If you find yourself when talking to your spouse using these words I feel, there's a pretty good chance that you're able to express emotion within your marriage. And if you're able to express emotion, that's going to increase the ability to attach and connect to your spouse. So I feel are very important words to use when expressing emotion, primarily when it comes to verbal expression of emotion. What about physical expression of emotion? Well, let me encourage you to think through holding hands and hugging and caressing. And notice I didn't say sex. And I'm going to come back uh, to sex in a minute and, and explain why. I didn't say that immediately when I talked about the physical expression of emotion. But let me talk a little bit more uh, in regards to verbal expression of emotion. If you find yourself, uh, again, talking through a difficult issue with your spouse, and you feel like you're not getting anywhere, you feel like you're not connecting or attaching with your spouse in that difficult conversation, I encourage you to take a time out. Step away from the situation and ask, how do I feel about this current situation? Again, take a time out. 
Step away from a difficult conversation and ask yourself, how do I feel about this current situation? And again, try to name your feelings. Not what you're thinking, but what you're feeling. Now, there are some very good resources online in regards to identifying emotions. Uh, There are many good emotions charts out there. But one simple uh, thing that I would encourage you to do, if you've seen the Disney movie Inside Out, I encourage you to think through those five emotions uh, that the Disney movie portrays. Anger, disgust, sadness, fear, and jealousy. Um, And and if you can um, uh, look at those five emotions uh, and pick out which one of those you're expressing at the time, that's just a good start uh, to help you identify what you're feeling. Matter of fact, when uh, I have clients come to me for marital counseling, I actually have those five dolls, and I have them sitting on a table. And sometimes I ask a spouse uh, to grab the doll and hug the doll in regards to what emotion they're feeling. So if they're feeling joy, I encourage them to uh, reach out and get the doll and hug the doll and hold the doll. And, and let that doll show their spouse uh, that they're feeling joy. Or maybe they're feeling uh, anger. They, they grab anger. They hold anger. Uh, or maybe they're experiencing sadness. They'll grab sadness or fear. They'll grab fear. And I said earlier, jealousy, actually the fifth emotion is disgust. If they're disgusted with their spouse, I'll encourage them uh, to grab the doll that represents disgust and hold it. And again, what's so special about the dolls is really nothing except that they're able to be used as a tool to help one spouse communicate to another spouse how they're feeling. So if you need to, go out and buy those five dolls. You can do so on Amazon or at the Disney store. Um, and, and use them to not only uh, help you and your spouse learn how to communicate emotions, but if you have children, use them to help your children learn how to communicate emotion. Um, and again, start with the words, I feel. Well, what if you're trying to express emotion, but your spouse isn't expressing emotion? Uh, One of the things I encourage you to ask your spouse if you feel like they're not expressing emotion with you is simply ask them, how do you feel about that? And if they start with, well, I think, say, honey or dear or sweetheart, I want to know how you feel about that. Um, And if they share uh, again what they're thinking, you can maybe redirect them by saying, you know, I really appreciate you sharing with me what you're thinking, but I'm curious to know how you are feeling. And sometimes, because life is life, We have a very difficult time getting in touch with our emotions. So if we're trying to work with our spouse and our spouse is trying to work with us in regards to our feelings, we may need to simply pause the conversation and say, I need more time. And again, it's very important to connect emotionally because connecting emotionally is how we heal from attachment injuries. So here's a question that I have for you. I want you to grade your marriage regarding your verbal expression of emotion. Grade your marriage regarding your verbal expression of emotion. Do you give it an A, a B, a C, or D, or an F? It's not too late, regardless of how long you have been married, to start expressing how you feel to your spouse. And if you're able to do that, I strongly believe that your connection and attachment will improve. Well, let's transition transition and talk about how to physically express emotion. We've talked about how to verbally express emotion. Let's talk about how to f- uh, physically express emotion. Uh, emotionally attaching will lead to physically attaching. I'll say that again. Emotionally attaching will lead to physically attaching. Well, how do we physically attach? We hold hands. We hug. We cuddle with our spouse. We caress our spouse. Now, notice that I did not mention physical intimacy. 
Notice that I did not mention sexing. Why is that? Because the best physical intimacy occurs when there is emotional intimacy. The best physical intimacy occurs when there is emotional intimacy. So if we just focus on the act of sex, getting to orgasm, we're robbing ourselves of the power and the beauty of first emotionally connecting and then physically connecting. Your best sex is going to occur in a marriage when you both are emotionally connected to each other. Um, And when uh, sex does take place, when uh, a person orgasms, uh, the body releases this powerful bonding chemical uh, called oxytocin. Uh, And when we're uh, making love with our spouse, our body, through the release of oxytocin, is basically telling itself that it is extremely connected uh, to our spouse. So when you are able to connect physically and it leads to sex and to an orgasm, your body releases this amazing amount uh, of oxytocin uh, that tells you that you are connected to your significant other. And that's why, side note here, uh, premarital sex and extramarital sex is so dangerous because uh, I believe Scripture says that that is wrong because God has wired us with this powerful bonding chemical, oxytocin, to where when we do have sex with someone, when we do orgasm with someone, uh, we're basically telling ourselves that we're bonding with them. So non-committal sex or extramarital sex or um, any other sex outside of marriage, what that's setting us up for is heartache when it's time to break off that relationship because every time we have sex with that person, we're telling ourselves that we're bonding with that person. And when we break up with them or when we decide not to be in the extramarital affair anymore and we go back to our spouse, uh, our body is experiencing a ripping of connection that occurred time and time again uh, when we were having sex with that person. Um, So again... If we are able to put emotional intimacy first, emotional connection first, physical connection will be so much more powerful, especially if we experience sex with our spouse and we orgasm with our spouse due to the bonding chemical. So here's my second question for today, or my second encouragement uh, for you in regards to an exercise. Grade your marriage regarding your physical expression of emotion. Do you give yourself an A? a B, a C, a D, or an F in regards to physically expressing how you feel uh, about your spouse. And here's the thing. Healthy couples express physical emotion towards each other. So if you're in a relationship where you're not holding hands, where you're not hugging, where you're not kissing, where you're not cuddling, uh, that's a warning sign. Uh, And I would encourage you to first go back and focus on emotional connection and, and talk through with your spouse, ways that you all can physically connect. Now, last thing I want to talk about today. What if the attachment injury is severe? What if abuse uh, has happened um, in either your lifetime or your spouse's lifetime? Hear me say this. If attachment injury is severe, if they're practicing a disorganized attachment style because they have been hurt along the way, please, please hear me say this. Attachment will take time. And maybe even therapy and counseling. If there has been a severe attachment injury through abuse, attachment will take time. And again, maybe uh, even therapy and counseling will be necessary. And I wish more couples, more individuals would see that therapy and counseling are actually, I believe, gifts from the Lord given to us to help us heal. And then if you're married to someone who has experienced a significant attachment injury, um, you may need to ask permission to attach physically. Uh, If someone has been raped or abused sexually, 
Um, they may feel very uncomfortable in regards to sharing their bodies, even with the person that they love the most. So you may have to, even in a uh, healthy, biblical, marital, physical encounter, ask your spouse if it's okay for you uh, to make love to them or for you to touch them. Um, because again, there's a severe attachment injury there and, and being loving enough to ask your spouse in a very God-honoring, respectful way if they're okay with physically attaching is actually going to help them heal and show them uh, that you respect their boundaries. I encourage couples every day to find 15 golden minutes during which they can attach. It can be emotional attachment. It can be physical attachment. Again, remember, healthy emotional attachment uh, goes before healthy physical attachment. Um, 15 golden minutes to talk through your day. And as you talk through your day, again, not only share what you're thinking, but share how you're feeling. And if you have to, get those inside-out emotions out and uh, use those as tools to help you and your spouse share emotion. But not only that, if you have children, help your children learn how to share emotion as well. And then again, um, my prayer for you is that emotional attachment will lead to physical attachment. So I pray that this Healthy Marriage, Healthy Family podcast is helping you and your spouse learn how to attach well. I'm Reverend Dr. Paul Gibson with the Healthy Marriage, Healthy Family podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to email me at revdrpaulgibson at gmail.com, R-E-V-D-R-P-A-U-L-G-I-B-S-O-N at gmail.com. We believe that healthy marriages result in healthy families. You guys have a good day.